Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another On My Mind episode of Get Jashed. This week, I'm smiling because this week I want to talk to you about overplanning versus self-trust. Uh, and it's funny timing unsurprising entirely, but funny timing because I'm just coming off a week of um, coming out of isolation from COVID. I was very fortunate where I wasn't really all that affected. I had had my booster shot a few weeks before and I think that definitely helped, but very fortunate in any in any instance, but something that I couldn't have planned. Obviously, we know it's around. But something that I couldn't have planned and if I had tried to overplan it, I would have missed out on a lot of opportunity there as well. And that's just one example. So what do I mean by overplanning versus self-trust? Overplanning, and I am a member of Overplanners Anonymous, overplanning is... For me, it's been a mechanism to feel prepared and safe regardless of what happens. So I uh, typically or traditionally or in the past even, I have overplanned and or tried to overplan or tried to anticipate what I needed to plan for, more to the point, tried to anticipate what I needed to plan for because there was a part of me that figured, well, if I've prepared for it, if I've planned for it, then I'm safer than what I would be if I was blindsided by it or if I hadn't prepared for it or planned for it. And yes, there are certain circumstances and situations in life where this is very relevant. And there is also a hypervigilance at play that uh, that isn't healthy as such. It's not it's not a healthy function for the nervous system at this level, at that level, and it doesn't allow me f- to practice that that sense of trust instead. And that trust in this instance is, oh, I have prepared myself internally rather than tried to prepare for the external circumstances. I've prepared myself internally to a degree that regardless of what happens, because life will happen anyway, I have trust in myself that I am capable and I will handle it. And the thing here is, I just heard past Jess have like, make an argument for the case of overplanning, right? But the thing here is, <laughs> when we overplan, or when I've overplanned, I, and, and the thing still happens, for example, like the thing that I'm trying to stop from happening still happens because maybe it was going to, and maybe it was more instinct than, you know, than anything. But when I've overplanned and the thing still happens, it is still felt hurtful. It is, I've still been 
you know, depending on the circumstances, I've still gone through the ringer and I've still had to deal with it and it's still been really challenging. The only part that was... Mm, not okay with it, but the only part that was like vindicated or validated in it was the part of me that was like, well, I knew this would happen. <laughs> the part of me that wanted to be right the whole time, but it didn't change the experience so much. It didn't like having overplanned didn't change the emotional experience of having to go through the thing where there are other circumstances where I have built the sense of self-trust and resilience and capability, not just resilience, but capability and, and grounding and building that home within myself so much that I've been able to be in more of the flow of life, enjoyed more of the process rather than felt so nervous and so tight and so concerned with safety that then whatever has happened, yes, there may still have been an emotional or mental experience with that, but there was a lot more ease in it. There was a lot more peace in it because I didn't have the recognition of realizing, oh, I've lost myself and, oh, I put my trust in everything external to feel safe to me rather than feeling safe within myself already and already having that to lean back on. So like, instead of going through the process of going, oh, holy shit, I have lost it all. And now I have recognized that now. And now I have to go back and find that. I now like in this other way of doing things, I then get to have the recognition of, oh, I hadn't lost myself. I still have that there. So it was less of an overwhelming process. And instead, I just got to work on processing and being with myself and, and the experience from a way less uh, flooded experience. And I say this uh, with, <laughs> without the idea that it is just all so easy because this has taken a lot of work. All of it has taken a lot of work. And and that's kind of the point <laughs> in a way. It was bringing myself to the point enough where my experience was important enough for me to actually take how I feel and, and the trust that I feel in myself seriously enough rather than constantly deferring to something external whether it's a person or a situation or a scenario or a thing or a job or a whatever. And this is still a constant practice, but some of the things that have brought me to this is the, the practice of a clearer communication and understanding of myself in how I do what I say I'm going to do, or I'm, I do, I say what I mean. And I've always felt importance in that, but that got, that got turned inward and reflected inward towards, am I doing that for myself on a deeper level than you've got to love yourself before blah, blah, blah. Not that that's surface. That's, that's, 
hard to be reached when you're not actually doing. What are you doing in order to be? So I started looking at and getting really real with where am I, where am I, hmm, getting really real with where am I on my bullshit? (laughs) Where am I, you know, saying that a certain way of being is important for me to experience maybe from another person or from another, like from my work, for example, like, you know, oh, I want to be able to work with this quality of value of client, like this client, this kind of client that has similar values and all of that without, no, because notice that's external, without bringing it back to, am I showing up like that for myself in a deeper way? Am I setting boundaries and communicating those boundaries and communicating when those boundaries have been crossed by other clients or by other people in my life? Am I really embodying what I say I want? And this ties into over-planning because so often in, in this context with over-planning where it's that safety mechanism of, oh, then I feel prepared and then I feel safer, it's because I'm placing that work on the external, on the other person, on the other situation. When I practice self-trust, I am most trustful in myself when I am showing up for myself, when I am my biggest advocate, not just to the people around me, but to what I allow in my field. So boundaries, again, boundaries are a huge piece of this. When I voice my concerns and make my experience more important than the fear I might have of what voicing my concerns will do to the relationship, for example. This isn't about being a dick to other people. If you've been in my world long enough, you know that that's not what it's about. There is still accountability required there. But making, like prioritizing how I feel in something, this isn't even about in comparison to how the other person feels. This is about comparison of how I feel versus the fear that comes up about expressing myself in something. How I feel in the experience is more important than my fear of what might happen to that experience. And finally getting off that bullshit. Finally. (laughs) I say finally because it is a process. There's layers to it. There have been... Like, you know, it's not this moment where I'm like, oh, suddenly I'm not on it. I've not been on it for years. And at the same time, layers of it have still been on it, right? So it's it's a layered, it's a layered process. But over planning versus self-trust. And I joke, I've joked a lot lately also about how you know, like, and I do function so well with this when I have enough of a schedule, then I have space to, and time to flow and energy to flow. And same thing, like when I have enough of a plan that allows my 
like my my energy, whether it's my mental, emotional, or physical energy, to then flow and be and play and 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 I work really well with that. Um, if we look at like the epigenetic health coaching, like personalized health coaching that I do, my biology tells me that I work really well with that. But I need the schedule enough in order to have that like have the structure in order to have the play because the structure makes sure that I get the things done and then I can play right but over planning in this instance is where we might if we're talking about scheduling for example over planning would be scheduling out every single minute or moment of the day over scheduling without leaving room for the play so for you you would just have to find your balance this is mine mine is having enough of a, this is what I want to do. I'm scheduling this in because this is important to me to have done. And that way I know it's done rather than faffing about. And and then all of a sudden I didn't get it done, but I didn't really play because I knew I was trying to get it done. So for me, it's the enough of a schedule and then room to play. Whether you look at that literally in your day, in your work day, in how you set up your day and structure your day, or more figuratively in the energetic and emotional realms of, oh, okay, I need to have this conversation. So I'm going to communicate that, oh, can we have this conversation just so I can put it to bed and not overthink it? And then we can play, right? So for me, that's what works. That's the balance that works. That's the ratio. But the intention of this conversation is just to bring that awareness to you, for you to start exploring where you might be over planning and not trusting yourself to handle situations. Where are you over planning, over worrying, over stressing, over compensating, especially in areas or with situational scenarios that don't necessarily exist yet? Especially there, where are you over planning situations that don't exist? Again, same thing for me. If I've acknowledged them, that they could happen, then I'm like, cool, okay, then I'm I'm ready. But that's the acknowledgement versus, oh, and I'm going to work out every single detail now and, and prepare and spend spending your time and energy doing that instead of actually working on something that might make the situation work. So where are you over planning and where is it because there is a lack of self-trust in your ability and capability to handle it anyway, the self-trust in yourself, the the coming home to yourself of it all. So it's a good thing to ponder. It's useful to ponder. And yeah, just let yourself be with that and see what comes up because it can really shift so much in your experience because we're not here to struggle and worry about everything all of the time. There are things that, yes, reasonable to worry about, but we don't have to wait for things, for there to be nothing to worry about before we get to enjoy our lives. We don't have to wait for there to be nothing to worry about before we get to enjoy our lives. If we do, if we try to, we'll be waiting forever. So 
Thank you for joining me. I will be back next week with another guest. Um, And yeah, I will talk to you all very, very soon. Thanks for listening to Get Chashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.